welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fossett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Mm, welcome, welcome. This is Gemma, and I am so thrilled to be with you today. I'm in Smith Island with Bella and her friend Taylor visited last night and spent the night. They're here making breakfast. Toulouse is with me, and we're expecting my art students and their parents today for the retreat. So there is a lot going on, but I'm so excited that I get to work with you today. And I have a question from someone, I don't even remember who, but um, I wrote all my questions that I received in my book. So I'm doing, <coughs> my first question is, how does one deal with losing close friends and close relatives? And this is a good question. A lot of people have been navigating this lately and especially as you grow older, you know, you find, I know I have this father and he is older. He's like in his mid to late eighties. And a lot of the people he knows have died. He just doesn't, there's, he's outlived everyone. So he feels very lonely and stuff. So I get it. Like the older we grow, the more people we know who die. So that's just kind of the nature of it. But let's read this question again. How does one deal with losing close friends and close relatives? So the operative word here is deal. How does one deal with losing close friends and family? I'm going to let you know that you don't want to deal. Uh, deal has uh, this sound about it that loss, whether it's a friend or family or a job or a home or um, whatever it is, loss uh, could be the death of, but it also could just be someone leaving your life, um, moving on a divorce or a breakup of some sort, or maybe even a child going off to college. So what we want to recognize is that we came here to have a human experience. We came to, we came to experience what could not be experienced as just being a spirit. And this world gives us this rich, dimensional, tangible experience that this is the only way we can get it. So we want to be able to have that experience and we want to appreciate that we can have that experience. Now, the feelings that come up are feelings that are based on your own history and, and uh, experience with that person good or bad or all of it we want to be able to just embrace everything that comes up feeling is a really uh, important part of this experience and whatever feelings come up we want to embrace them and appreciate them and it doesn't matter if it's anger or fear we want to just mm, honor it honor all of it and bring appreciation as much as you can. Now, why would I appreciate anger? I would appreciate the fact that I could feel it. I'd appreciate the fact that I wasn't numb. I'd appreciate the fact that 
anger is a step up from sadness. There's just a lot of angles we can come at with this, but we just want to honor these feelings. So if I had a death in my family or a loss of someone, I would probably be honoring it in a way such as I would say this feeling I have of despair or this feeling I have of loneliness or this feeling I have of exhaustion or sadness, I love and accept. I feel sad and I love that. And words are powerful things and what you'll notice is that if you can get past the mental resistance of saying it and just say it again and again and again, you're going to find that that acceptance is going to lift you up. You're going to find a new perspective and a new way of living with this experience. Experiences are always ever shifting. So the word deal means that there's resistance, right? But we want to take the resistance out of the equation. So how do we take it out? By loving the situation, loving what is, you know, Byron Katie loving what is. We have um, Kyle Cease, uh, who does a lot of loving what is. So I feel loneliness and I love that. (sighs) By bringing our attention to our feelings and embracing them, we're honoring this human experience. We are honoring this opportunity we have to be here. And by loving it, you give it the ability to process through. Because ultimately, that's why the feelings are coming up, to be processed. But when we resist them and we push them down, they just keep wanting to be processed. They keep looking for that opportunity to come up. So maybe it waits for the next death. And then it brings up the last death and the death before that and all of that. So if we can just start to honor every feeling that we have and let yourself cry and let yourself sob and let yourself laugh and let yourself scream, whatever has to come up and out. You know, there's all these different retreats that are available for people. And a lot of them, like these, these uh, sound retreats or retreats that allow people to express themselves. And for many people, it's the first time they're getting to express themselves and they end up doing a massive amount of releasing and processing. So the emotion is coming up to be released. And when we deal with something, we're, we're, we're forcing it into some kind of box or package. And we just really want to allow. We really want it to just be. We want to honor. We want to honor our, our neighbors and our friends and our family. We want to honor ourselves and this experience by allowing, by letting go and allowing, letting go of resistance, letting go of expectations that it should be a certain way, and allowing, allowing what is to be. And as we learn to allow, we learn to be more tolerant. We learn to not react so much, or we learn to see what's behind our reactions, which are beliefs and thoughts that Um, are not in alignment with allowing. And what are those beliefs and thoughts that something should be a certain way? If we can get to that thought and release the thought, we are so much further ahead because that means we've just dissolved 
that situation from ever happening again. You know, for any of you who've been in reoccurring situations again and again, you know that <clears throat> you know that it gets tiresome to relive, relive, relive. So um, we want to be able to get to that core thought that keeps bringing that situation back into our experience. Now, if you can get to the core thoughts, great. If not right now, fine. Be open to the possibility that in the future, you will find a core thought. Be, you, be open to it now. If it happens, great. If it doesn't, great. You know, no expectations and just feel. So as we learn to embrace our experience, whatever it is at the loss of a friend or relative, we'll find we get better at it. And when I say get better at it, we're going to find that we roll easier with it. It doesn't destroy our, our um, peace of mind. Um, we find, I find personally that the more I have come into alignment with allowing, um, allowing loss to be uh, an experience, what I find is that I stay in relationship. I had a friend years ago who uh, pushed me out of his life and we were really good friends and I was devastated. But I understood, you know, I understood that that was what he had to do at that time. And so I continued my relationship through my good thoughts, my memories, my, my, knowing, my knowing who this person is. And I feel as though I continued to have a relationship. And then when he was ready to return to my life, it was as though there had been no time in between. It was so beautiful. So this is what we can do is just continue our relationship with those who passed and those who've left by, by just being in the happy thoughts with the, the memories of, but remembering too, that our higher selves are spaceless and timeless. So the higher self of someone who's passed is still present, is still loving you, is still laughing with you and enjoying your life. And the higher selves of those people who are still on the planet are still around if we choose to be engaging them. So we can do that. So ah, this is, a, is really good stuff. So if you have the loss of someone in your life, you want to just be able to allow these, ex these feelings to happen. That's number one, just allow. You want to notice if you have any resistance come up. And if you do have resistance coming up, why not get a pen and paper and sit down and say, mm, what do I think should be happening? What, what should be happening? You know, like really judge it, write down your ideas of why you're in pain, write things down. And this is a good way of letting go is to write it down. And when we write without thinking, you get the ego out of the way. Mm. So now we're letting go of some of the stuff. So you're writing it down and, uh, be willing to release that by saying, you know, these things that I wrote down, I release them. I let them go. I delete them. I destroy them for all time, space, and eternity. Oh God, I love that. That was Anna Marie. I think her name's Anna Marie. Um, or Marie Christie. 
Marie Christie. I think that's her name. Marie Christie or Christy Marie. Chimney Christmas. <laughs> I don't know her name. Anyway, I love that. And she's not the only one who does it, but it's really beautiful. So um, we can delete and destroy them because that is what ultimately is causing you pain are those thoughts. So if you would like to just to get rid of and release the pain involved with this um, loss of a family or a relative, a friend or relative, then you have to get to these core thoughts that it should be something else. They shouldn't have died or they should, they should have stayed or they should have been more, you know, respectful or they um, shouldn't have grown up, you know, our kids that go to college. So, um, write it down and really write it heavy. Don't be uh, soft, go overboard. So you can collect anything and everything that might be oozing and hiding in cracks and crevices within you because you want to release all of it. So don't be kind or gentle, be very aggressive with these thoughts. Go overboard, seriously go overboard and then release them. These I'm saying it again because it's really good. These uh, thoughts that I've written down, how I believe things should be, I delete, destroy, and uncreate them from all time, space, and reality. And, and then allow, allow for, once you've released it, now allow for yourself to just feel the feelings you're having. And you're still going to feel pain. You're still going to feel sadness. You may still feel loneliness. You may still feel sadness, um, grieving. Can I go to the yeah. No, there's some in this fridge left. There some, there's two things in this fridge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the girls are making eggs. So we've uncreated it all. We've allowed ourselves to now feel the feelings we're feeling. Now let's declare what you're feeling. My body, in this body, I am feeling sadness or whatever it is I feel like just start just start a sentence with I feel I feel and fill in a blank maybe there's multiple feelings just find them all bring them to the surface notice them bring your awareness to them and declare it I feel sadness now let's take it to the next level once you've noticed all the feelings you're having this feeling of sadness I love and accept this is part of being human this is part of being authentic. We want to bring our attention to it and embrace it. Mm. I am feeling sad and I love that. Let's up level. So we've loved and accept it. Now this, I, I am feeling sad and I love that. I am feeling lonely and I love that. We are retraining your being to understand that this is why you're here. You're here to experience and feel, and it's not just the good stuff. If it was just the good stuff, there'd be no contrast. Without contrast, there'd be no growth or expansion. You are here to experience. You're capable of doing it. These bodies are equipped for it. You have the software to do it, to process the experiences that you're having and to grow from them. And that's ultimately what you're doing. If you've chosen to not grow anymore, it's gonna be very, very difficult to have these experiences. You can't shelter yourself enough from having experiences that cause growth. You cannot do it. 
So it's a beautiful opportunity. I just saw the time, one five five five. Um, okay, so with all that said, I'm going to bid you adieu. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. And know that you are so, so loved. Bye now. Mwah. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at gemmafaset.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.